1999, I'm Kimberly M. Starks, accredited public relations practitioner and principal consultant of the specialist communications firm, Blue Scorpion Reputation Management. This evening, we have Robert Foster with us. He is the founder of the Shotmakers League. Robert. Yeah, hi, everyone. How's it going? <laughs> good, good. So good to have you this evening. Uh, nice to be here. Yeah. Nice to be here. Yes. Yeah. So we want to jump right into it. We were talking before we went live about being serendipitous or yes. you having this serendipitous nature. So that's the key word yes. for that's, this evening. That's the word for the day. Yes. And we're going to talk about putting the sport in esports through your company, the Shopmakers League. Yes. But you have such amazing stories because we're going to talk about your business, but I think the underlying thing about your journey is that you have been perfectly placed in positions that have advanced your life. Your, right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So let's start with you. T tell us about who you are and how you got to this point. Okay, so I'm um, born and raised, well, not totally raised in College Park, but uh, born in College Park, uh, parents, my mom, she worked at Emory University. She was one of the first uh, medical billing uh, specialists, um, and that became a thing back in the 80s. Uh, my dad, uh, self-starter, truck driver, uh, owned his own rig for over 20-something years. Uh, hard-working people. Both of my parents actually are from Born Homes. Okay. And Born Homes, you know, back in the day, wasn't the Born Homes. A lot of us know, yeah. you know, Born Homes was, a, was actually a pretty cool place to, to live and be, you know, from back then. And um, both my parents knew each other growing up in high school, um, got together, got married, had me. Um, they split. My mom went to Texas. Uh, my dad stayed in Atlanta. So I spent a little time in Texas probably about four years in Texas, um, had a stepdad that was a serial entrepreneur. People the story all the time. I watched him uh, have an idea for a barbecue sauce. And he said that he wanted to see his face on a barbecue sauce. And I remember bottling barbecue sauces with his face in the garage and then seeing those barbecue sauces end up in yeah, yeah, I watched him take it from there. Uh, he started an upholstery company. Uh, took is in your blood, you put 
your teeth watching your stepfather. Yeah. Well, especially your stepfather, dad, uh, my mom as well. Um, I mean, the first thing I remember, uh, I forget his name, but uh, his name is not great, but he was like a child, child, remember child, the child millionaire from Chicago? Okay. But um yeah, he uh my mom saw him on Oprah paint he was talking about how he sold really good paint rock paint the rock. So she had me painting paint rocks and selling them really good. I think I made like three grand or something. And for me it was crazy because I bought I bought I don't remember what I bought. I bought a hot wheel set, I bought uh some games from my Nintendo and I used to love money there, so I bought this huge like industrial size bag again. That's really cool that you were able to get enough money to buy the things that you want. $3,000 yeah. for a kid, that's that's a lot of money. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a lot. It might be more than that. My memory is kind of crazy on that, but it, was, it might have been more than that. She always like, reminded me of it. That's amazing. So fast forwarding to this point, how did the shop business come to be? Shot Makers League came about, okay, so I, I started playing basketball with what we considered a little late. Uh, I started playing basketball in the seventh grade. But I was like, literally the first time I really picked up the basketball. I said, I want to I try to play this game. Um, I started learning with my uncle, he was taking me to the park. And I realized, like, okay, I'm not going to catch up to where everybody else is quickly. So I got to find something that I can do. So my only thing I could do is shoot. <laughs> I could shoot. I was always pretty accurate at throwing baseballs and darts or anything. Even cool, I'm not really good at accuracy. So I was like shooting kind of, I took it really, really quickly. And there was this guy that my uncle would have shootouts with. They would shoot at the park for money or cigarettes or whatever what they wanted to shoot for. And I remember one time my uncle, like he had some problem with his shoulder. So he told me to come and shoot them. And I was like, whoa, like, that was like a big moment for me. He told me to come and shoot them. So I go and I shoot for him. And I win. And I won the money and whatever else, you know, they were shooting for it. I don't even know what it is. But um, I won it. And ever since then, I got, it just like, that was my thing. And so in the neighborhood, I was known for shooting. I was taking money, you know, uh, when it came to, you know, because I got better in basketball, so I can't Didn't really get to do the high school thing, had some inevitability problems in the high school, but um, AAU wise and just around the area at the run street, I just made a name for myself. Yeah. Did you take that to semi pro So after high school, after I, so there's a, another story in that um, a great coach from Westlake High School, they had just went undefeated. The hospital I was at. Um, they they heard about me through other players that were at the school. They had this big like auditorium thing where you know all the players come, you know, meet the coach, and they did like a vote of who were the best players in the school. And so my name kept popping up on the list, and I wasn't there. And they wanted to know like who was this guy that that everybody keeps telling me is like one of the best guys in the school. So he comes in. Um, he talked, you know, what do you want to do with your life? And at that point, I just had kind of like 
check down and he was like, listen man, I'm gonna show you how you can he's like you can you can do more in life than basketball or you know, being street. You can you can be somebody. Have, I see things in me. So, there's this whole game plan of how to get myself out of high school, how to graduate, and then at least, you know, have that footing of wonderfulness. And having met somebody believe me that didn't know me, uh, it really helped a lot. And then there was a couple other folks, and then the folks that I'm talking to, I was supporting them too. Um, they, they helped me put it together. And after that, I worked in basketball. My first job was at South Lincoln. Uh, I worked at Wilkinson Mill, Fantown Park. Um, I used to coach kids. I was out of high school coaching other kids that were in high school <laughs> um, as a coach. And I just used to play like around town. Um, I find any ministry I could get into, uh, started doing some exposure camps. A couple of coaches got me some tryouts. Um, there were some issues family wise that I needed to support some people financially. Um, I turned down the offer to go up to Delaware and play. Um, there's another offer. At school in Virginia, um, I was like 23. Um, and the that, but I had four years of eligibility, so I still could have went. Um, but I needed to help take care support my family. So I did that. Uh, played a couple of like startup leagues. I didn't know what startup was, but and then they called me a startup, startup basketball league. There was one like the WBA. Uh, we Actually, comes to terms where he was going to allow me to come to 
2020. Right? So I was in the country there too in 2020, and we all know what happened in March of 2020. <laughs> so in March of 2020, when that was shut down, um, I had already had this idea of people sport and it appearing like they played in the video when they watched the playback. Okay, say it one more time. Slow-mo. Okay. This idea of people playing basketball from any gym, any court, and it looking when they watch the playback on the video, it looked like they were playing in the video. Okay. So I didn't know much about AR at the time. I didn't know much about, you know, uh, uh, artificial intelligence. Like I knew of it, but I didn't understand how to implement into the idea so i decided to surround myself with people that were high into the tech world that could you know make these things happen i just, I just knew that it could happen i mean i knew what could happen i didn't know how to make it happen so i've always believed that you got to surround yourself with people that are smarter than you you know like you look at any company guy has an idea but if you look at the board around him you look at the, the uh, CTOs and CMOs and you know all the executives—they're the ones. Yeah, you know. So I, I was like, how do I, how do, I, how do I find that out? So I thought it was video submission. I grew up watching American, you know, home video, funny home videos and stuff like that. Yeah. And so you send the tape in and watch it and judge it. But now Instagram and those things—those are essentially posting these videos. I was like, how do I? put that together. So that was where it kind of began. I was like, okay, I can put together a version of this through social media. So I did my first contest on Instagram and um, people thought I was a scam. <laughs> I was offering a free iPad, he submitted the video, and I come over to see the contest. And, um, at first, I had people watching, but they weren't submitting. So I just went out to the park and grabbed some guys and got them to uh, I then had on the back of my shirt, uh, it said, put some money where shot is, which is one of my taglines. Yeah. Put some money where shot is, which is something I used to say to people. I started talking fast about people. Um, and Joey Florida went into a lady. And she sees the back of my shirt. She said, put some money with the shot. How do I do that? So, you know, we're at a bar. So I grab a cup. She throws a piece of paper into the cup. She makes it. I buy a shot. She's like, no, seriously. Like, what is this? And I show her some of the videos. Like, what, like, what are you trying to go with this? And I'm like, well, essentially, I want to put this into an app. I want to, you know, allow people to play anywhere. And she was like, have you ever heard? Or tech stars. Now, like, now I remember I wrote it. He's like, you can look up, just look into those. We conversated a little bit longer. Um, she finds out I'm from Atlanta. He's like, oh, you're from Atlanta? You should try the Atlanta Tech Days. That'd be perfect for you. So they consider Atlanta Tech Days and uh, the rest of the history. That is an amazing story. Now we have to circle back yeah. to when you decided or the idea came up is that serendipity or was that just 
something that developed over time, epiphany. Hmm. So, kind of a little bit of both. Okay. A little bit of both, right? So, another spark that, so there's like all these mini sparks that led to like the flame of where we are right now. Okay. And the, another mini spark was a movie called Basketball. 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 Okay. Basketball. And it was created by the, it was started or made by the, the starters, the founders of, They love basketball, they love baseball, but they're not athletic, so they can't. So they just like play this game of basketball, but we shoot, I mean, this game of baseball, but by shooting the basketball. And then it grows into this huge league, and, you know, it makes all this money, and all these people, you know, people from all, all over the place, you know, now they have a career, and wouldn't normally have a career in sport, and it just was like really cool to me, and I was like, man, I could, I could see this working, like this could be something. And like maybe not exactly, but I could see a shooting league happening. So just little moments like that led up into this where we are now where we're gonna combine real sport with esports. But what I love about your story is that you weren't here at the idea you were in you were in Florida yeah. and off of someone's suggestion you didn't know that person yeah. and you decided to move from Florida to Atlanta to get to the Atlanta Tango. So, Do they know that so, story? So, no, no, so, so, okay. That's, oh, okay. That's, 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 okay. I didn't, I didn't just jump off, no, the, okay. I didn't jump off the roof like that. Okay. I, so no, I, I have an older daughter that lives Okay. So I would come to Atlanta frequently. Right. Now, so when she told me that, I looked up the Atlanta Tech Village, I went to the Atlanta Tech Village. At this point, I had, you know, at this point, I had done maybe a week of, of coming of contest. Okay. Um, and I submitted the information to the Atlanta Tech Village. They went through it. Uh, we did another interview. Then they let me in in May of you know, Accelerators, so it's all it's just like okay, I'm thinking it's more like a co working space, but so tell us for those who are don't know about Atlanta Tech Village, tell us what, what it is. Yeah, the Atlanta Tech Village is an incubator of founders and companies. So if you have a tech company or a tech idea. It's a place where you, you can take it and have the opportunity to grow and be surrounded by mentors that actually succeeded and done it. Um, you, you, you get co-working space if you need it. Uh, some people don't need it, but if you need the co-working space to start up, um, you have space there. Uh, they have all these events where you get to network and, and learn about investors and VCs. 
people aren't going to just get that. Um, so he told me, you know, just keep working, keep doing your thing. So I just kept working, kept doing my thing. And fast forward about eight, seven or eight months into his journey, uh, I run into a guy um, who's a pretty successful uh, esports guy. I run into him and we meet for the first time. We start talking he tells me that he wants to introduce me to someone that he thinks, you know, would be really good for me and what I have going on. And so he just happens to try to introduce me to my, <laughs> to my advisor who I met. And uh, when he does that, my advisor says to him, hey, you know, I already know him. Like, I've known that guy. He's going places. Like, I know this guy already. So that was, that was, a, that was a serendipitous interaction. Um, then there's how I met you. Uh, you want to start that off? <laughs> well, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll start it off. So I was invited to Atlanta Tech Village to participate in watching a pitch competition, and I love. was way off. I don't know how that happened. I was there right at what, like eight o'clock in the morning? Yeah, we're on a Saturday. (laughs) And the door was locked when I got there. And lo and behold, the person who and let me in was Rob. And you can take it from there. So I see them at the door, I open the door for it because you have to have, and unless the, the door is typically, you, know, you need a key card to get in. And so I open the door, let her in, um, we start talking and come to find out we had received emails that told us to come at nine in the morning. So we're sitting there, we're just talking, you know, chopping it up. I went on, we finally, get a second email saying that, oh, uh, you guys got the wrong email. Time's supposed to actually start at 12 o'clock. So we ended up spending quite some time, you know, just talking about esports, talking you know, about- Starbucks and everything. Yeah, went to Starbucks. <laughs> I treated it as Starbucks as well, so. Um, <laughs> that was cool. You know, we got to, I got to learn a lot about, about you and what you do. And I got to learn a lot about um, the Georgia Game Development Association and, and that day was actually my first time pitching my company to a group of investors. Um, I had never done that before. Yeah, you know, see, I didn't know that. I was just learning that. Yeah. Wow, that was a big day for you. Yes, it was. I, I, I tried to try to not let anybody know until after it was over. Yeah, you yeah. surprised me. Yeah. yeah, so that was my that was my first time pitching. And, and even that day, I uh, remember there was, a, there was a moment, there was a guy that I had been, uh, yeah. people people in the basketball world were telling me, hey, this is the guy you should meet, meet, meet this guy. And I had had some soft intros through email to him, uh, had a couple of texts back and forth, but we never uh, linked up face to face. And so he happened to walk through the door that same morning we were talking. Yeah, well, the whole I was yeah. right there when it happened. Yeah. And so I walked over and just started talking to him like I know him, like I do more people. Yeah. <laughs> and and Tim, Tim's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know what that is? He's like, yeah. I, was like, I think I know him from the basketball, right? I'm like, yeah. And 
You're like, you're like, how long have you been doing here? I was like, nah, <laughs> first time. <laughs> right. First time meeting the person. He's like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. That was smooth. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but just that, even that connection, like those, those, that connection with him led to other connections uh, and other meetings with other people that are now. American Idol of basketball. Okay. Yeah, so that's what we're going to be off with. Um, people are going to compete through video submission first. Uh, those video submissions will be looked at based on whatever the challenge is that the audience, our audience votes on. Those, those people are going to be setting those challenges. Uh, we're going to pick about 10 winners. We're going to bring them to Atlanta. We're going to bring it to a nice arena. Perfectly State Farm, I hope you can be with Perfectly State Farm Arena. And we're going to have those people play in various field challenges against celebrities, influencers, and former ball players on the big stage and broadcast it all over the country. That is big. So share with us how do we enter if we're interested. Share with us your, your social channels, uh, website. All the things that we need to know in order to submit. Yeah. If you want to be a part of Shop Makers League, you can go to www.shopmakersleague.com. Um, you can follow us at Shop. Go to the download the app and just wait for the competition to start. Anywhere and submit your video. That is Thank you. Yes. Yeah, but so another thing with that, uh, any partners, any partners, any potential vendors, if you're interested as well, send me at Robert Foster at shopmakersleague.com. That's my email. You can also DM to the Instagram page. So we're looking for vendors, uh, looking for sponsors. That's amazing. Yeah. Good, good. Now, what I love about your journey is that you fearless, fearless in the fact of taking chances and in meeting people and connecting with people. So for those who are one, those who are in the tech space, what tips and advice would you give? Everybody, we're just people. <laughs> we're just people. Um, you know, the only thing that separates you, you know, let's just say, I, I don't, I, I hate using the word normal, but some people like it. Um, if you consider yourself a normal person and somebody else is a celebrity or, you know, whatever title somebody has, um, the only thing that makes it different is your mindset. That person with that title, they know the business just like you. It's just a matter of opportunity. Um, some of us, we, we get in places because of the screen talent uh, that separates us. And then others, it's just who we meet, you know, um, it's relationships. It's being uh, a person to a person, you know, nobody wants to work with an asshole, you know, um, no matter how good you are or anything. So if, if you're a genuine
want to do. And they'll they'll help you and they'll be a part and you know, you'll you'll find your way. I don't know, I just I've never felt that way once I got into business about talking to people. Um I did anxiety when I was younger because I, I I was like kind of an overachieving young kid, so you get that nerve title put on you. And so it kind of makes it hard to, to relate to people. But I, and I feel like sports actually helped me with that. Because when I started playing sports, you know, you get a whole different stigma. And now everybody, you know, wants to talk to you in that sport, especially if they see you pretty good. You know, everybody wants to befriend you or find out what's your secret sauce. Like, okay, what kind of work out do you do? So you start to build these networks. Um, but I would just say be fearless, like, just know that you're not the only person that wants to see that thing be real. But there are other people that, that don't even know it yet, but they want the same thing you want. And you start connecting and bringing your people together. Yeah. I feel like with your journey, too, there's an element of manifestation because you are a big thinker and everything that you have said that you wanted to do, you have actually been place in positions where it actually happens, right? Yeah, yeah. And I am a I am a I'm a believer in so like a lot of people have that term monkey see, monkey do. Uh -huh. My thought is different on that. So my my take on it is monkey can see, monkey can do. So if I can see it, I believe I can do it. So that's just it. Like there's nothing in this world that wasn't first a thought. It's water bottle. The bottle itself, the cap, the size of the cap. Dimensions of it, the fact that it holds water, like all these different things, somebody first thought about before they made it happen. And so, once I understood that, and like I said, my stepdad, watching him, I remember like, at that moment, him saying, I want my face on the barbecue sauce, and then eventually putting his face on the barbecue sauce, that just solidified it for me. Now, the level of success you get, that's all it's about. But if you, I don't, I don't typically worry about that, I'm focused more on. Market's going to tell you whether you're right or wrong. The people are going to tell you. They're going to tell you, hey, well, you know, we like this thing. You know, and that's the thing that a lot of companies uh, I've seen, and they fail at. You know, they want to tell the market what they have, but it's the people that make it decisions. Right? You got to let the people be judges. First, you got to put it out there. Put it out there, let them judge it, and don't take If they don't like the first product you put out, pivot. There's nothing wrong with a pivot. Change it a little bit. Or it can change it toward what. Yeah, that's so true. And and to some of your story, it's it sounds like to me, passion beats perseverance beats preparation. Yeah. For success. Yeah. Serendipity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Rob, I want to tell you, I am so glad that you came and spent this time with us this evening to talk about the Shop Maker to me. So happy for all the successes that you are going to have with your business. Can't wait to see all of the new developments. And I'm so excited about the event that you have coming up. So please keep us posted. Yes, you guys. Check it out. Check it out.
Yes. On the fourth quarter of this year. All right. Yeah. Well, you are welcome to come back on to our program anytime there is a new development. Please let us know. I will. I will. Yes. And for our viewers and our listeners, I want to take the time to thank our wonderful team who held it down last week and Uh, we're at 102.6 the situation on the campus of Morris Brown College. I'm so thankful for my team. So big for those of you who don't know about Blue Scorpion Reputation Management, please visit us online at bluescorpionrm.com. And big treat tomorrow, the Athena Alliance. We have a panel discussion at MomoCon at the Georgia World Congress Center at 8.30 p.m. How to stream like a pro. How to stream like goddesses. So super excited. So if you are planning to go to the MomoCon at the Georgia World Congress Center, please come and check out the Athena Alliance at 8.30 p.m. Shout out to the Athena Alliance. And again, thank you all so much for tuning in. We look forward to seeing you on next week. Have a good night.